The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. (laughs) It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, We're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. You did it right! Yay! <laughs> or, or, or I could go to tie, kind of tie into uh, this week's episode of What If. Hey, hey, boys and girls! It is, and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is the Intrepid Trio! <laughs> yes! Party yes. in the house. <laughs> you don't sound a thing like Jeff Goldblum, though. Uh, Are you drop the foam? Please tell me you're going to drop the foam. I'll drop the foam. <laughs> I dropped too much foam, and we're going to get... Arms. Methinks Mike has finally finished setting up his soundboard. Those I are the ones. So. Those are the ones that come preloaded. Really? On the machine, those are default. You the, can't change those. The DJ horn, yeah, is is preloaded. Yeah. Well, if you're awesome. going to preload something onto a soundboard, I mean, y- you're not going to put like the Windows theme, are you? <laughs> oh, but that'd be fun, wouldn't it? I mean. Don't I, I'm the, just the windows? Don't don't. Do, do, do. Uh, you there know, you go. You know the can't can't access thing where it's the chime. Don't. Yes. <laughs> that one. Yes. Yes. Let's see. It, Back when I worked for the comic book company, guys, we were running Macs that you could customize the like the alert message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like say you know when you get like an you know error, like you just said the doom. Well, not only could you customize it, you could record your own. Nice. 
And there, there was this gal that worked there. Um, her name was Shay. And she absolutely loved Marvin the Martian. <laughs> so, you know, when she wasn't there, I got on her computer and just, you know, recorded, oh, dear, that makes me very angry. <laughs> and didn't tell her. <laughs> so the first time she did it, she was kind of like, she, it, it surprised the mess out of her. And once she realized what it was, she was kind of like, oh, I love it. <laughs> of course, another guy had his computer set to Animal House, where where one of them's going, "Holy, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that." Well, wow. we all got a big laugh out of that until the local news crew came to do a story on us. Oh, <laughs> so they you know the they're interviewing the president of the company and. And they said, you know, it would be great if we could talk to, get to talk to you with, with your folks in the background working. Well, <laughs> Frank was in there talking to the, uh, to the camera people on the hot mic. And um, Robert's <laughs> working there. And, of course, he gets that message. Holy. So if you listen to that episode now, I don't know why you would, because I don't know if there's any copies that exist anymore. But in the background, you can hear, holy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. This one. Well, I've done that with um, with my PC. I've done Star Wars theming for most of my computers. There was one time I was like, no, I just want to have fun. And I found uh, it was Joe Pesci from. Uh, Is it the okay, 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 okay? No, it was his character from um, Reservoir Dogs. Was he in Reservoir Dogs? No, you're thinking about um, which movie was that? Goodfellas, yeah. And and emptying emptying the trash was one of his more vulgar lines. <laughs> gotcha. When I got some of the funniest looks. So in the most disturbed looks, I'm like, yeah, I think it's go back time to go back to my Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. But hey, knowing you can do it. Well, my last phone, I had pretty much all R2 stuff because, well, it was a droid phone. Yeah. Well, my theme song, or my uh, generic ringtone is the elevator music from Star Wars Family Guy. <laughs> Mine's the Moss Eisley Cantina music. So, yeah, go figure. I need to find their version of the Moss Eisley Cantina. But I, th- I think it's fun, though, to have the Star Wars main title done as Bossa Nova slash elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and these guys know this, but for y'all playing along at home on the Mighty Marvel Mix home game uh, version, my ringtones for these guys are Marvel. They're, <laughs> well, for Mike. It's Homer Simpson singing the Spider Pig song, you know, <laughs> because I couldn't find anything for Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider Ham. And Kylan's is the old cartoon theme to Captain America. I, I I've gone hunting for for new for uh, new ringtones. I found I found ringtone from uh, the agents. Agents of Shield theme, but uh, I'm I'm trying to decide. I, I feel like you guys need something a little more dynamic. I mean that one that one's 
cool, don't get me wrong, but I kind of feel like something a little more well, my, robust. My ringtones for you guys are uh, two different drops of Jarvis from the old Iron Man 3 app, Iron Man 3 Jarvis app. And, uh, but text, text tone, I'm in the process of changing Eric's to, I've got a plan in the laugh <laughs> from Rocket. Um, it's real. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, and then Kylan's is the, uh, is Luke Cage going sweet Christmas from the Luke Cage series. <laughs> Which fits, but yes. ringtone, it, it's Jarvis. It's like Jarvis is trying to get a hold of me saying, Hey, you got phone calls. <laughs> so, and it's only, it, and it's two different tones, even though they're very similar. I think I played them for you guys last week. Yeah. I think uh, too. They're very similar, which is okay. Cause I know no matter what, when I hear Jarvis, it's, I know it's one of you two calling. Right. Jarvis won't let you know that just anybody's calling, no. which is just as it should be. Correct. Now we got to get thirsty on our phones somehow. Yeah, exactly. Just got to figure out which. But. See, I can almost send those drop. I could, I could send those drops to IT. See if they could re-record them into Thursday's voice and have oh. Thursday be have Thursday notify me that you guys are calling me. Well, there you go. And right now for for Zoe, I have a por- the porgs the the sounds they oh, make okay. from Star Wars. Oh. oh. I think I may need to change it to Thursday saying, I'm not a schwaffle. <laughs> yeah, you should. Because you that, should. <clears throat> she's my schwaffle. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So we didn't even get to the housekeeping part of the show. No. Exactly. Before we start tangenting. I think this is a new record for us. Um, check out MightyMarvelGeeks.net. I am a episode behind. Be and easy for me, that'll be easy for me to get caught up. Issue. Or an issue behind. Sorry. Um, you were doing so good there. I know you were, man. I know. Um, but it'll get caught up. Uh, we find out, guys, on the thirtieth. This the twenty third. We'll find out on the thirtieth how we ended up doing at the People's Choice Podcast Awards. You know, it doesn't matter if we win. It's just an honor to be nominated. Uh, we may find out as we're going on air if we've won. Because that's next <laughs> Thursday. You know, if we win <laughs> while we're recording, this is going to be like an episode of Family Feud where we hit the number one answer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Breaking news. Steve Harvey is going to be rolling over and going to need oxygen because he's laughing so hard he can't breathe. Yeah, you should, you should do the. That's the one. <laughs> That that's that's the one you you do the breaking news and then do that and then we bring in we bring in a DJ to I don't know drop the foam I guess you, you know, know we we will need to be doing the Baron Zemo dance the whole time. <laughs> I I don't even feel right dancing like that, man. I just I feel like I I I. I, I Oh, <laughs> remix! I don't know. That just feels like you should say that. Hey, all this because you know, we're going. We're going to name him Gary. Yes. <laughs> um, check out the homepage. Check out our affiliates They're on the right hand side. Uh, and Deceit is one. Um, 
Tee Public where you could get a nice intrepid trio t-shirt. I tried to do an Agents of Shield or Shield Agent look with the holster and all that, thinking, oh, I could stretch this all the way out to the sleeves. Wrong. They have a specific print size and it did not work. Mm, and it, yeah. looked, it looked so good too. Front and back. I had the front and back logo ready to do like a character shirt with it. That that's okay because you still have the the custom Lego minis. I know. That, so there you go. I know. And they have the shoulder holsters. Yes, and I, I love my minis. <laughs> they are they are sitting right in front of my Sphero BB8. Okay. So and my I don't know if I ever showed you guys this. My brother sent this to Zoe. And uh, when he told her that it was a knockoff, she didn't want anything to do with it. Oh, I'm like, ouch. Oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll still hold on to it. I think it's kind of cool. Except he doesn't maneuver, right? Okay. It is. It's a Groot. Oh. But I mean, it's got the, the way The way that you're showing it, it's reflecting some of the light off your monitor. So the Groot doesn't look brown. He looks like blue. And blue group just that better. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool looking. It, it almost looked like an X Men Sentinels robot there for a minute. It does. It does. Yeah. And okay, so so it's fake. That's fine. He just stands right next to BB-8 and the Intrepid Trio. Well, there you go. Because we don't care if you're fake group group. Because he is. You're a, a group in our hearts. He is a mighty Marvel geeks. I am group. That, that, that really didn't work out right, did it? <laughs> no. That's the one it's thing. Okay, I'm gonna, that's the, I could get it dialed in. I just and you I just know makes, what? That is probably one the the one character that and Star Lord were the two characters from Guardians that we did not see this week in What If. That's true. That is very true. Uh, all right, there we go. Bad settings. Right. Colin, I think we better hum the Jeopardy theme while no, he figures no. this out. No, I, I'm about ready. No, I'm about ready to give up on this <laughs> here in a second because I'm not figuring out effects setting. There we go. Dry wet. It's podcast listeners were dismayed to find out that a great portion of this week's Mighty Marvel Geeks was just everybody being quiet while Mike figures out the settings. <laughs> I am great. Okay, there we go. That's actually that's actually not too bad. Or go the other way. I am great. <laughs> I am great. Yeah, I know why you don't see the little baby Groot in this week's episode. Yeah, no, that's now baby Groot. You, you can't. Too. You, you know, right. Vegas is no place for a kid. No, no, it's a family no. show. I am great. Close enough. Anyway, mm. um, <laughs> trying to think. Oh, um, I got a strange email this week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and I do have to. I forgot. I gave him a shout out on Weeby Geeks. I need to give him a shout out here. Uh, we have a new Patreon follower. Sweet. Yes. His name is Travis Osterhouse. I thought that was right. And the cool thing is, and I think we may be utilizing this more if I went to you guys to get on there too. He has, he is creating an app called, uh, Repod. Okay. And with each show, one of the tabs for the show is a discussion page, almost like a discussion forum. Oh. So you can almost, and it's right there in the app. And I think that's brilliant. Because then, it, you know, everyone's on their phone. Well, if you're listening to the show, 
if we check it every so often, we can communicate with people on that app and have just chats with them on the app. True. True. Yeah. Good. So, um, and I think we'll be able to link our Patreon and a few other things through it as well. And maybe even our, our T public store. So, and yeah. Um, well, thank you, sir. But the email I got, mm-hmm. it first came for Wookiee Radio. Wookiee Radio got an invite to submit to the Webby Awards. Woo, you go Wookiee. Woo! You go Wookiee. Um, go Wookiee. And, I figured, and I figured out how to do it for for us from last year, because I think it would be the 20, 2021. We were a participant in the 2021 Webby Awards, even though we didn't make the the voting slate. We were a participant. Mm-hmm. Um, We're not getting a participation trophy from this, are we? No. Okay, good. But it's still worth noting we were a participant. If someone emailed them, they they would verify, yes, we were a participant. Mm -hmm. Well, so that was Tuesday I got that email? It's Thursday right now. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Wednesday, the uh, 22nd, I get an email from the Webby Awards inviting Mighty Marvel Geeks back to to enter again. All right. They have a new category. I have a new category. All right. Um, I'm thinking if I qualify, if if we qualify for scholarship for Wookiee Radio, I'm going to put them, put them in TV and film like we did last year for us. Okay. This year for us, we get scholarship. I'm going to enter us into the one of the new categories. Okay. Best podcast host. Okay. Wow. Okay. Why not? Exactly. Hey, we've I'm already down won for it. one award, didn't we? One award for best podcast host yep. from the uh, LA Sci-Fi Film Festival. I believe we won gold for that, and mm-hmm. Wookie Radio won silver. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, I can't. Oh, if you have any questions, comments for us about topics or, or topic ideas, email us at mightymarvelgeeks at gmail dot com. We would love to hear from you. We would, but we are not answering the question of what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow. That's been no. done. African or American? Both. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, <clears throat> that COVID. <laughs> that COVID brain fog. Oh, it's good. I know if you broke them with that question, dude. Okay. I know it. Well, I, I, I'm going to say right now, I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, I don't remember if I told you guys last week or not. Uh, at work, they have listed all the postings for all the crew chief positions across property for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I put in for one. Okay. Did we discuss this okay. last week? Uh, you uh, not, well, not during the not not while recording. Not, yeah, while, not while recording. Okay. No. I submitted for audio crew chief for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Go, Mike. Man, go you. That's um, awesome. I then followed up with an email to uh, the head manager that oversees everything beyond parks mm-hmm. and expressed my interest in being a part of the crew, whether I get crew chief or not. Okay. So I may be working my way out of Epcot. There's a 50-50 chance. All right. So. You know, I'm I'm going to miss those days when you tell me you're going to be working in beer garden just to rub it in. There's still a chance that I may every now and then. We really need him to cover the shift. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll leave Star Wars to go do sauerkraut. But, Eric, next time you're in town, 
there's going to be a new, there's a new beer garden type complex opening up in Kissimmee. Sweet. Over by medieval times. Okay. And I know, I know some of the people involved with it because they (laughs) connections with Disney. Um, so yeah, I may be, uh, heading into a potential dream job scenario. (laughs) I'm trying, I'm getting my hopes up, but I'm, I'm trying not to get too hoped up in case I get, I get dreams crushed. I'd be disappointed. Okay. But you know, at least, at least you got your name out there. Yeah, but I'll be getting, if if, I'll get there eventually because I'm not going to stop fighting. Right. So if what you need to do, sir, you need to get you a copy of the Star Wars role playing game and you need to create you a character. Oh, just as practice for when you have to have a persona to go on board the Spar Cruiser. Yeah, exactly. You already have my persona. It's Mikhail Mikhail Imka. Oh, that'll never work in Scrabble. (laughs) (laughs) And then the rest of the family is Zoedan Imka and Malisu Imka. We already have our Star Wars names. (laughs) Well, see, you're one step ahead. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So, um, but you know. But, you know, we are a Marvel show. Maybe we we should be talking. Some Marvel, but you know there mm-hmm. there is there is Star Wars and Marvel. Yes, uh, and breaking news uh, as I had heard, or heavy heavy comic speculation rumor, and it, it's almost a a confirmed thing. IDW may be losing their all ages license for Star Wars and Marvel. Wow, huh. and possibly Marvel bringing them back on their own. Or maybe having someone else doing them, hmm. but IDW is supposed to be losing them. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's that's bad news for IDW. Yes, because I know I know there's two Star Wars titles. There's uh, Star Wars Adventures and the High Republic Adventures, mm-hmm. and then uh, there is a couple Marvel titles as well. Mm-hmm. Supposedly all doing well. So, mm-hmm. but that's the thing: licensing agreements yeah. sooner or later run out. But we got something else to talk about. We do. Fantastic Four. It's our Fantastic Four takeaways. Ah, yes. And no, I'm not, we're not seven. talking about the Fantastic Flop. Because I did it the other way. Fantastic Four. Okay, for those of you who may not have been listening to last week's issue, which... You know, you should go back and listen to it because, well, we kind of liked it. We thought it was good. Yeah. We we decided we were going to branch off a little bit. I tried this as an experiment for uh, doing our recaps a little bit differently because we are tangential creatures. Yes. <laughs> we, we are. And um, we struggle with getting through a straight recap of an episode. Yeah. Now, the only time it's not going to be a Fantastic Four takeaway, well, I guess we've still had the Fantastic Four takeaways, but the only time it's something different is when we're doing Falcon and Winter Soldier, because I think we called it Mission Debriefs. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that fit that more? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So basically, the idea here is for the three of us to go around the horn and share our top four takeaways from the episode. In other words, a Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. And he enjoys using that little sound clip. <laughs> hey, I, I found found the clip, and then when I played it for you guys last week, apparently that was the exact same clip you were thinking. Of. That is the 
exact same thing I was thinking, actually. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that is from uh, the late 60s. No, version. no, it's newer than that. Like was the 70s? 70s? It's either 80s or 90s. Oh. I, no, it's 70s because um, it had Herbie the robot. It had Herbie, yes. Yeah. Instead of the fantastic, yes. the, uh, the human torch. Yeah, because yeah. they talk about how they crash. And then they, they, the three of them change. Yeah. And their robot, Herbie. The newest member of the group. The Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. So, um, before we get into it, guys, I, I, I hope you agree with me here that after dark episode, dark episode, dark episode, yes, it was kind of lighthearted. Oh, yes, it was kind of stupid. Alert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was lighthearted. Yes, it was borderline stupid. But I think we needed that. It's Thor. I absolutely agree. It's Thor. Yeah, bro Thor. Thor. Mm -hmm. I I almost hate to say, but it's almost like they are making or implying Thor, while intelligent, is almost the Spicoli of the MCU. Yeah. Do call him Spicoli by name. Did they? And I missed it? Oh. Yes. Somebody calls him Spicoli. See, that could have been a takeaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I totally missed it. Well, that can be your honorable mention takeaway. Okay. So that's that my- could be your Spider Man. There you go. Bag man. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, no, that's a deep dive, but yes, absolutely. So uh let's go ahead and get into our Fantastic Four takeaways. Uh Kylan, I'm gonna have you go first. So actually my first one basically just reiterates what Eric said that it was. I'm sorry, I took yours away. Then no, it's okay because I dodged the bullet last week. But we figure it's going to probably happen at some point anyway. But uh, that it was refreshing to have a fun episode. Yeah, like, like it, it. It really was, and I, it was. I have to admit, I as I watched the episode, realizing that this was probably the world equivalent of um the uh the party from which one was that risky business you yes. know yes so Absolutely. so so this this was on the world level of that i kept expecting something sinister to come out of it see um i, I was thinking the intergalactic version of the animal house frat party no, because the parents see they house the Delta House was a wreck. Regardless, yes. it, it, it was it was a wreck on a good day. Now the thing was, Thor's mom told him number one not to go to Midgard. No, no parties. No, no, no. She said no parties. Yeah, she said no parties. Did she say don't go to Midgard? No. Okay, but now number one. One rule. He had one rule. No parties. And as soon as she left, what did he do? Party. And that and that that is straight up out of every eighties teen movie where the parents go on vacation. Parents just don't understand pretty much if you listen to the words, okay. you know, kinda well, you know, in that vein. So let me try this one. The intergalactic Chicago parade from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. There's a touch of that. There's a touch of it. There's a touch of it. There's a touch of it, but there was no Cameron in this. No, no, no. There was no No, no, Cameron that, you know, so. 
So yeah, but uh, so yeah, that was my um, that that was that was, that was my number one takeaway. All right, Eric, your number one takeaway. Okay, my number one takeaway from this is this episode is as close to a Phineas and Ferb episode as the MCU is ever going to get. The whole time I watched this, when we saw the the frost giants spinning the Ferris wheel and going, "Uh uh-oh, or when you see Stonehenge falling like dominoes, I mean, things are just getting more and more out of whack. And then everything gets cleaned up just in time for mom to arrive. Yeah. 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 I mean, it makes me want to go back through that episode just to see if I can see any of the characters. I want to see Phineas. I want to see Ferb. I want to see Perry the freaking platypus. Or at the least see Howard the Duck in a fedora. Just because this has such a strong Phineas and Ferb theme to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to have to get the drop to go with this and to have it for the future. But my number one takeaway, I'm sorry. You are totally out of luck until you go duck. I, I was wondering if you were going to save that for last. But no, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Howard makes another appearance. And what happens? Somehow smooth. He gets married. Somehow smooths someone over, and she becomes Mrs. Darcy the Duck. It got married by I, Elvis in I, Vegas. Uh, yes, I want, by Elvis. I wonder now if Leah Thompson's jealous. Well, she can come on the show and tell us if she is. Yes, she can. We would love to have the Queen of Marvel on. Uh, Kylan, you're number two. Uh, number two. For me, Party Animal Thor is an unexpected result of being an only child. Like, I, I, I don't know what I expected to be the result of that, but Party Animal Thor was not it. But I liked it. I liked it. So, I, I mean, how, I liked else, it a lot. how else are Asgardians going to party? That's true. I, I mean, if you're gods, you know, just a, a regular night at the club ain't going to cut it. I mean, and you know, yeah, at least this, Earth's. Huh? I was gonna say this proved that they were party gods. They were. Well, did this Thor? Thor was responsible for bringing alien life to Earth, and so at least the the, the Earth's first contact with alien life is an intergalactic party, as opposed to an intergalactic attack. So you know. Did, did sure you that. say? Did you say party? I did say party. <laughs> and the grandmaster as the DJ. Yeah, and, and, and can we say? Because you know he DJs. Because that just seems like what he would do. We well, can, that's what he did do in Ragnarok. Yeah, and, and can, that's right. And can we say a member of the Intrepid Trio that's slap happy? <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to drop his mixtape, you know, his mixtape of epic part uh, of epic intergalactic party jams. This would you be know? the awesome mix. Yes. I mean, because it, it's one of those things that like, I, I, 
I I, I, de- I I will definitely go back and rewatch this episode. Uh, anyway, but I mean, the the party just I don't know. Like it it it, it seemed like Thor did not understand that humans cannot party on his level. Either that or he just didn't care. There's probably a little bit of both there. I think more one than the other. Right. I think right. It, I think you know he's a little bit of a doofus. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 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 not malicious doofus. No. It it's more just like I never thought of that doofus. I mean, you know, it's so like when we you know to, to reference back to uh which one was it? Uh, Thor Ragnarok. You find out that he took Groot in college. Yeah. So he's like he's he's fluent in Groot, and I'm just like, you know, that's one of those things. Like of all the things that you went to school for, I would not have expected you to have not just taken the class, but apparently did well enough to retain to to pass and retain Groot. Well, I mean, think about this. Think about this, though. How many people do we know, not just have you known somebody, it's how many do we know that within their sphere of speciality, Mm -hmm. they're absolutely flipping brilliant. But step outside that bubble, not even two steps outside this bubble, and, and they're like, how do you survive in the real world? That's fair. I am that borderline. That is legitimately uh, fair. When I was tested for my learning disability, um, we were told with some things, I'm like right on that border of being that way, that if that was the case, I would be unli- I would be very unlivable, meaning it would be very hard to live with me. And yet uh, Melissa manages. That's because <laughs> I'm not at that stage. Okay. <laughs> and I think when I heard that, I might have potentially sabotaged myself to keep myself from getting to that stage. Right. Because I didn't want to be a total hermit or whatever. But so, yeah, I mean, so. Thor just strikes me as that kind of person. Right. That he just doesn't think. No, no, no. But when he thinks, he's brilliant. brilliant. I won't say brilliant, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a severe lack of doofuses in it. Yeah. Doofusness. So, I'm assuming that was your second one? Yeah, it's number two for me. Uh, Eric, you're number two. Okay, I'm going to follow up on yours, Mike. Your number one with my number two is the two lines that totally owned me in this episode. And I mean, while I'm sitting here watching this episode, and I'm thankful that I live alone, because I just started busting out laughing. The two lines were, the first one was, we never get to fire the nukes. Oh. <laughs> and, well, look who's come crawling back. Misra's the duck. Yeah. Well, I will say your your nukes, that whole sequence uh, was one of my takeaways. So I'll just go ahead and, and carry carry on from yours. Carry and I, on and I, and I loved the, we never get to fire the nukes. And then it's like, prepare the nukes. Isn't she the nuke? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just in that, case. That was a that was a great sequence. 
Yeah. Yes. This episode had quite a few great drops from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have to try and pull. And I need to go back from the T'Challa Star Lord episode and get the Yes. Once you got once you you're out of luck until you go duck. Sorry. Howard, my man. <laughs> but there's only one problem with him. His foul language. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to jump on that. Well, one. you know, he knows how to get down. Nope. <laughs> he pays his bill, too. Uh, I'm, no, I'm just going to duck out of this one. <laughs> so, when we get back onto the web and, and foot along to the next. Uh, table, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop. That, I'm going to stop. You know, right sometimes there. That, that one was really bad. Just don't need to be winging it like that, Mike. I think that one was so bad, I might have ruffled my own tail feathers. Oh, my gosh. Kylan, please, please. Okay, uh, he does this again. Save us. I so my my third takeaway, which is more like a question, sort of. I'm curious about what happened that we got an Ultron slash Vision with the Infinity Stones. Like, what happened that that's where we ended up? Yeah, I have thoughts on that later. Okay, all right. So, that was my that was my third takeaway. Eric, your third takeaway. My third takeaway, and rather than transition into well, okay, you know what? We'll just go ahead and do that. Um, I originally thought that the sudden appearance of Infinity Ultron or Infinity Vision and his drones at the end of the episode was totally unnecessary, and it totally killed the the vibe of this episode. Right. Mm-hmm. Until it struck me that even the Watcher was surprised, which that indicates this this Infinity Ultron is not supposed to be there. I see, and I misread that look until you said it. I'm like, wait, okay. Mind you, I just watched the episode right before we started yeah. recording, and I've already, pre- <laughs> already put it out there. I'm a bit slap happy, yeah. and I'm, yeah. So yeah. I I mean I saw it it was right there yeah. in front of me but it I missed it at the same time yeah but or, or, or didn't grasp that that's what it was yeah so I did some digging on um, uh, on the internet and there was an article I think from Den of Geek that said that's because this this cannot be part of that that dimension that that timeline right so. I went back, I took a cue from a Canadian lad on YouTube, and I watched the uh, What If mid-season trailer at mm-hmm. one quarter speed. Guys, those Ultron drones are freaking everywhere. Really? The big bad end game of you know when we have the multiversal Avengers, mm-hmm. it's not going to be Kang the Conqueror. It's going to be this Infinity Ultron. Because you see, I mean, in this trailer, you see Party Thor and Corrupted Strange. Mm -hmm. And Thor says, zombies, what a great idea. So there's that. There's also the scene of Black Widow basically, you know, jumping a motorcycle and landing on two Ultron drones, smashing them. And you see several other shots of Ultron drones. So I started. I started looking, mm-hmm. and back in 2014, Marvel did a "What If Age of Ultron" miniseries. 
Oh. oh. And I think this might be what we're getting. And in that, in that supposedly Black Widow uses Mjolnir. Oh, wow. There is also a shot in the mid-season trailer of Black Widow throwing Cap shield. Uh-huh. And at one point in the miniseries for you know, What If Age of Ultron, all the super-powered heroes are dead, leaving the non-powered ones. Mm. So what if you're Natasha Romanoff, which you don't have superpowers, mm-hmm. but you have Cap's old shield, Hawkeye's old bow, mm. and Thor's old hammer. And the party Thor's Mjolnir never had that if they be worthy enchantment put on it. True. Hmm. Because he has not been exiled to Earth. He has not had his, he's not been banished. He's not had his power stripped. Yeah, but I thought that was a... In the comics, it is. In the comics, that enchantment's on uh, their period. Okay. Well, then I want to I touch on my number three real quick. Okay. okay. Which ties into have this. I like, have no. I just bogarted everybody's? No. No. Because mine ties in a little bit to this. Because this is where I, I will throw the argument. It still has the worthiness on it. Because near the end of a major battle between Thor and Captain Marvel, She's on the ground, and what does he do? He puts a hammer on her stomach, and she can't get up. Oh, mm-hmm. snap. You are so right. And that's one of my moments. I was like, okay, we talked to, you know, we've seen the memes. Spider-Man's got to go to the bathroom, and Thor left Mjolnir on the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. we actually get to see a moment where he uses it as a way of... um taking momentum away from an enemy by, oh, I'm going to knock you onto the ground and I'm going to put the hammer on top of you. We've seen that, though. We've seen Trying that elsewhere in the MCU. I mean, you know, he threw it, he threw the hammer at Hulk, Hulk grabbed it, and it fl- fell to the ground, and he couldn't mm-hmm. budge it. Mm-hmm. He could, you know, he, he even couldn't get his hand out from underneath it. Um, mm. Loki, he did that with Loki mm-hmm. in the first Thor movie. He also did it... Um, in Ragnarok with that fire dragon. That's right. But to see him do it with Captain Marvel, I was like, wait, yeah, she's not worthy. <laughs> that, that I found interesting. That was funny. Just so he could, it's like, you need a timeout. <laughs> it didn't work with me the many times my mother did it. Maybe it'll work with you. Yeah. The, the timeout was pretty good. Yeah. So that was my number three. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, I'll lead off with this last round. Uh, my number f- actually, no, I already covered. That was under my number two with the news. So never mind. Uh, Kylan, your, <laughs> your final takeaway. My final takeaway is <laughs> no, uh, regardless of how powerful you are, your mom will set it right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Frat boy, God, doesn't matter. Call mom, and she's going to fix it. Am I wrong? I I love that. You are so right on that because he'll fight anything but his mom. I mean, the look of fear on his face. What? You called my mom on me? I begged everybody to come and help them fix it. See, I, I called that a different way. I called that the Sheldon moment. Okay. 
Okay. Remember in uh, Big Bang Theory, Sheldon and Penny are going at it because of the laundry, and he throws her laundry onto the telephone wires or power lines. No. And he wouldn't apologize and whatnot. So Leonard comes over and says, use this wisely, and gives her Sheldon's mom. Moms. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, it's like, well played. And she goes, thank you. And he replies back, with great power comes great responsibility. And she replies back, I know. <laughs> so the Sheldon moment. You that called is, that, that mom? Is Sheldon? Yes. And, and, and he literally confronts Jane. You called my mother? Or you told my mother? That's not cool. No, it's not cool, but he did learn some humility out of that. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, the beating that he took from from Carol Danvers wasn't doing it. Uh, You couldn't reason with him. Um, I mean, he freaking thumped. um, He he freaking thumped uh, Stonehenge. Yes. I'm just saying that was. <laughs> it's just a little poop. <laughs> Mom. Oh and, gosh, and yes. I, I gotta be honest with you. If I had the power of Thor, I can't say that I wouldn't be tempted to do exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mom, it's just an off-world study excursion. <laughs> I love it. She pops up, and he's, like, sitting there running, like, a lecture. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then, you can tell she wasn't buying it. <laughs> and, then Carol, and then Carol shows up. He goes, so much information on such a little thing. <laughs> like, Carol, Carol tried to help him. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. I, in the end, I, I think. Okay, okay. Ask, how does mom? How does Frigga know Captain Marvel? Hi, I'm Captain Marvel. She was yes, raised I by know. witches. Yes, I know. Yeah, she probably knows more. Well, she knows a lot more than she ever let on in the movies. Anyway, you knew right. that exactly. Yeah, and Captain and Carol Danvers is a cosmic level being. So you know, right? I, I love the reference. Course, the pager when Maria Hill pulls it out as well. Yes. The pager? My dad has one of those. He's a podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, you're, take us home with your final final takeaway. Uh, my final t- Fantastic Four takeaway. I know that I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get my way on this. But I'm now officially tired of Infinity Gauntlet references in the series. I, you know what? I'm, I, I get that. I get that. I, hate, I, I mean, I'm, I hate to tell you, there's at I, least one more. I know. And it stars her or more. Actually, the shot of Gamora with the double-sided blade, she's not wearing it. She she doesn't. Uh, the Leo minifig, she's still normal green hands as well. That's what I'm saying. In the mid-season trailer that I watched, I watched specifically for that scene where she's doing like the spin slash yeah. She's not wearing a gauntlet. Yet. Well, That's true. Yet. Well, to see. But it, I'm just, I, I like this. I like the stories that don't revolve around Thanos or zombie Thanos or mm-hmm. Ultron or whoever. 
having the gauntlet. Yeah. The, I mean, <sighs> unless this is their way of saying, even with the multiverse that's branching out from what if, one of the common threads is the gauntlet. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But the more it, the more you see it, more it demeans it. It lessens it, the, the yeah, worth it of it. Diminishes it. Because, like, like case in point, the scene in Loki where mm-hmm. Loki's going through the guy's desk, and there are all these tons of uh, of Infinity Stones, and they were absolutely powerless. Right. The only way I will accept it in Hawkeye is if it's a flashback and it's serving I, a I purpose. Can't see it. Yeah, I cannot see it having a place in Hawkeye, but much like how it didn't have a place in. Okay, like the after effects of the snap had a place in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and that Absolutely. made sense. Right. I could see the after effects of the snap maybe having a place, but I don't want to see. I, I'm with Eric on this. I think I've seen enough of the gauntlet. Like I said, the For, only way yeah. I would accept it in Hawkeye is if it's in a flashback. And it's and it's not gratuitous, but it is actually a vehicle to help the story. I, I understand what you're saying in flashbacks or aftermath. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about somebody else showing up with the gauntlet. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't know, think I don't the think zombie it's... Thanos. We've got the Ultron. Next thing I know is going to be Howard the Duck oh, has the no. gauntlet. No. If Howard shows up with the gauntlet, man. <laughs> I, I may have to whip my Howard the Duck dorbs across the room if that was to happen. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, you, you get where idea. I'm going, though. I just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm tired of seeing people with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know we're going to see more of it, especially if this what if Age of Ultron thing comes comes to pass. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's not coming to pass, but it is coming to Hulu. Hit Monkey is premiering November seventeenth. The series will star Jason Sudeikis, George Takai, and Olivia Munn. Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey. Trailers out. There is so there is November, a trailer. November seventeenth. So, uh, so November, we're getting Hit Monkey. We're getting um, we're, we're getting Disney. Hawkeye. Yeah. Well, uh, Shang Chi's coming to Disney Plus that day too, aren't they? Yeah, Shang Chi's coming. Yeah. So, man, we got a few things. Yeah. Well, November but, November is no. Well, it's my birthday month, so kind of feel like Zoe's you know, birthday they, month they're helping well. me celebrate. <laughs> Zoe's birthday month as well. Oh yeah, that's right. So, um, so here's how it breaks down. Uh, George Takai is Sinji. A lifelong public servant who's been the man behind the political career of Ken Takahara. Uh, Olivia Munn as Akiko. Smart, ambitious, and powerful Akiko is the niece of Sinjai, Yokohama, the future prime minister of Japan. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is Bryce, a a world-weary assassin who's made some unbelievably poor life choices. Ali Makai as Haruka, an honest cop from a small town in the north. Uh, She comes to Tokyo with dreams of reforming a corrupt city. Nabi Nakanishi as Ito. He's the laughingstock of the Tokyo Police Department. 
and Fred Tadascori as Monkey. So, and I, what I find so, and this is going to be ten episodes from all. We'll all drop on uh, November seventeenth. Mm-hmm. What I find weird about this is this is a character that has maybe what twelve issues total that he appears in, getting his own show. Was he that popular? Hip Monkey. Yeah. Well, you know, there. See, the thing is, there was that there was an original plan to put together. Uh, what was the team going to be? It was going to be Hit Monkey and um, uh, Modoc, wouldn't it? Hit Monkey, Modoc, Howard the Duck, and uh, whoever the Tigra, uh, Tigra, and Tigra. It was a Tigra and Dazzler. Yeah. So then they were going to all form a team. Right. So, but I think what probably what must have happened was that we, they must have gotten a two series completed before it got, no, dropped. I don't know. I could be wrong, but. So, um, his appearances, his first appearance was in, um, okay, according to Wikipedia, Hit Monkey number one, a digital comic on digital comics, Marvel's Digital Comics Unlimited. The one shop recently released in a print format a week later and starting starting in the same month he was featured in a three issue story arc in Deadpool uh issues 19 through 21 so i mean it it's i guess most recently he was seen with the Howling Commandos at the time when they helped old man Logan rescue Jubilee and from Dracula which was fairly recent well, wasn't there a wasn't there a, a hip monkey reference in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or was I uh, was that imagined, like when they were in um, Madripoor? I thought it was imagined because I thought the same thing, but I have to go back and watch again. Right. So, um, any final thoughts, guys? Um, or if y'all have any other stories, I have nothing. I am thought it out completely. Zip, zilch, zero, nada, yet. Um, I will put out teases now. We, I am in the works of bringing to the show, to the lair, author of the Marvel, uh, of upcoming Marvel books for um, X-Men, Ghost Rider, which comes out in November, and Avengers in the spring. X, the X-Men book is a um, collaboration piece. And I want to say these are under the the pro the Marvel Untold, Untold line, which is a bunch of prose novels. Um, we are we will be having Carrie Harris on in the future, and we may be getting some folks from Toink Toys on and Collectibles on in the future as well. Talk cool. about all their stuff, like awesome. maybe like maybe uh Iki Tikis, <laughs> which. I really like my Drax. Marvel wise, I looked at the Captain. I looked at the Captain America one. It's cool. Um, I kind of almost like Spidey more, right? Which may be a shock for you guys for me saying that because y- y'all know my top two heroes is Spidey and, and Cap. With Cap being more predominant, mm-hmm. um, I kind of like the Spidey one more. But no, uh, for a Tiki mug and and for the essence of Tiki, Drax is like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he's nice. and I love my Drax. I just wish they would bring back a Chewbacca one, so I have that for Wookie <laughs> Radio. That one right. was really cool. So yeah, 
future guests coming and uh i'm as always working on other uh other things um carrie harris has also written another written another book called liberty and justice for all and it's when two exceptional students face their ultimate test when they answer a call for help the first thrilling xavier's institute novel focusing on the daring exploits of marvel's mutant heroes uh, as part of their uh-huh. training at the new institute triage and tempest are allowed to attempt their first solo flying mission so i believe that is one of her first books and we'll be talking to her about that book as well cool so, um, have I inspired any other? Can't think of anything at the moment. All right. mm, no. And on that note, there is only one thing left to do. Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. Meanwhile, across town at the home for the mentally deficient...